This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested. Unfocused. Lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. Leaders are asking, what do you want? <laughs> I'm living next to the Teletua Arena. Mm. Um, and uh, there's like... The, oh, yeah, they're showing the game. They're showing the game mm. on the, apparently, the biggest uh, screen in the Europe. Okay. So I guess there's a lot of people there. Yeah. So I was sitting, uh, working on my computer in silence with a window open. And then <laughs> at this one moment, it's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, how, how, what's, the, what's, the, what's the name of the movie with Mel Gibson uh, in the war? Like, old times war. You know, oh, uh, Survivor. Think, no, that's no, 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 no. You're thinking about um, Bear. Uh, no, Hunter. No. <laughs> Braveheart. Braveheart. Exactly. <laughs> it was like Braveheart. I was like, whoa. <laughs> What's in the scene where they attack? Yeah. Okay. It was, Did you get goosebumps? No, I got scared. <laughs> it, was, it was more like, uh, are they coming? Are the Russians coming? Hello and welcome, dear Hello. listeners. Hello and welcome. Today we hopefully have a very purposeful uh, episode for you, yeah. for you all. We'll see how it goes. But uh, welcome to Millennials at Work, uh, the podcast brought to you by me, Edida, and you, Rasmus. <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, it's a podcast about how to be and handle millennials at work. Uh, it's about what we want from a workplace, how to be our boss, and basically just Everything around being a young professional, as we like to say. True. Also, yeah, young professional. It's a. That's a cool word. It's a cool thing. Yeah. When do you? What are you? When, when I'm do you a young professional. Old, old professional. I, I wonder. When you're not a millennial. All right. Oh, because we're gonna be millennials forever. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the weird part. Mm, okay, we need to think plus this 40. through. Mm, mm. I just decided. Well, when we. Ah, more than that. Yeah, it's a lot of episodes until we become old uh, yeah. professionals, so we maybe don't need to worry about that right now. <laughs> no, but that's a good thing about being, uh, it's called millennials at work. We mm. can continue this until we die, because we will always be millennials. True, and we will probably never have pension, because by that time, that won't exist really no. anymore. We'll so we will be like universal basic income. Yeah. And working until we until the minute you die, yeah. you like type something on but your But then laptop. the problem is that we're never going to die. Oh. Unless all of us die. That's for another okay, episode. Okay, that's for the philosophical episode. Um, <laughs> but but not, uh, not less philosophical, maybe. We're talking about the purpose and purpose at work. And, uh, yeah, purposeful work. Exactly. Uh, how many times did I say purpose now in the last three <laughs> minutes? Um, yeah, this episode, I guess it's a lot about asking why are we doing the work what we're doing? We've been hearing, I mean, when you go on TED Talks um, then uh, and, and, and look for millennials as a topic, then any talk which comes up um, about them or about us starts with something like a great, a weird statistic about how millennials need purpose or millennials say they need purpose or uh, 
all what we hear from millennials, they want to change the world. And um, I guess what we will try to discuss is... Is that true is or that not? Is that true? Are we, are, we, are we really changing the world? Are we, do we want to do that? Are we ready for it? I think, I think that we maybe want to change the world, we but we don't necessarily have to do it through our work. No, I mean, yeah. Some of us will. Maybe not yet. But, uh, but there's a lot of that kind of um, thinking when it, comes, when it comes to millennials. So that'll be something that we will discuss today. Exactly. But before we do that, yeah. we're going to do a check-in. As always. And we do the check-in because it allows you listeners to get in the right mode. It allows us, the podcast hosts, to get in the right mode as well. well And um, yeah, start the podcast in a great way. Mm. And I prepared a check-in question for today. You're the check-in master, also the checkout master. I'm both. You can endorse me on LinkedIn if you want to. Yes. You have to check in with um, the person that you want to have dinner with. That sounded weird. <laughs> Can't just be like some random person. <laughs> just That's a random specific dude. person. Yeah, check in with that. who in the world you would most rather have a dinner with. Okay. And you can pick anyone. Okay. And it doesn't they mean... They have to be alive though. Uh-huh. And it doesn't mean that I need to... Mm, you have to share a meal with them. Do I need to pay for it? <laughs> mm, no, it's no, covered. Okay, yeah, but I don't need to cook it myself. No, 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 no. Okay, that's just great. have to eat it because yeah, that's a different story. Than, yeah, you know. I like think that's the purpose of, uh, of of the chicken is the conversation that you're gonna have yeah. uh, mm. during the dinner. It's not necessarily that you sit quietly mm. and <laughs> eat a three course dinner next <laughs> to a specific person. Okay, good one. Um, I was, yeah, with, with this one, it feels like dinners, I personally don't like meetings over lunch or dinner, um, especially with people I don't know, because it involves eating and I'm very awkward when I eat. Mm, you're I one of those. I'm one of those. And it's, it just, it's just too much thinking. Also, you don't really get to eat, you stress eat, not healthy, all that stuff. So I want someone who I can feel like really chilled with. Yeah. I wouldn't say I would feel chilled with this person but i think it would be a bit funny because uh at the moment she's my absolute favorite comedian oh now i know who it is yeah <laughs> uh she's called michelle wolf i think a lot of people know her by now uh, she's the very um loud voice mm-hmm. female red curly hair yeah. comedian yeah you cannot not notice her no I think. and i think she's awesome i think we would I don't know if we would have a lot to talk about. I think so. I would like to think so. So I would take her out for dinner. And we would probably eat some kind of... I think with her, I wouldn't feel awkward. That's the thing. No. Because she has really strange voice. You know, she looks she looks obnoxious and all that stuff. So I would be like, I don't care if I have like mayonnaise all over my you face. You should eat the lobster. Just like crack those bastards and like have lobsters. lobster. What? No. <laughs> so... Maybe. <laughs> okay, for uh, for a listener number, download number 10,000. Then okay. I'm going to take you out for lobster. Woof! I'm doing a little dance. Good. Awesome. But yeah, Michelle Wolf for me. Who is your pick? So initially I thought something uh, so uh, fucking obvious, which is Dalai Lama. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been uh, had an interest in Buddhism. And, uh, and my, old people. And old people. Uh, my dad actually gave me the Book of Buddha 
really? last year in uh, for for Christmas, uh, and uh, I've seen some some videos with uh, with Daradam, and he's just he seems like a fucking great, not only like a humble guy, but also a very funny guy. But I've changed, so I'm gonna go with the one and only Esther Perel. Good Damn, choice. good choice. Jeez, she I didn't is, uh, think that the, far. She's um, the podcast host of uh, the podcast Where Should We Begin? She's a couples mm. therapist. And um, I think that that would just be a crazy experience. She's awesome. She is awesome. But she would like over the dinner, she would open your mind yeah. and kind of eat she, your brain mm. and then like put it kind of back and you're like geez, what just happened? Yeah. That'll be quite a remarkable dinner. But it could also be fun to like make a strategy and say, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna like do the opposite on her. Just go st- <laughs> straight into, what do you think on her? <laughs> <laughs> just flip it around. See what how she handles it. She's yeah. probably gonna yeah. D- d- handle d- the shit out of me. All I right. would assume. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Good check-in. Good check-in. Is this where we uh, roll the uh, the cut, the middle thing? Oh, the... Yeah. All right. That's where it goes. Good. Nice. I think a good place to start is probably with defining what is pur- purpose for us. Because that is a fluffy term. <laughs> or true. it can be, I guess. And then how do... How would you say what is purposeful work or purpose at work for you, Rasmus? I think that it's either two things. I think that it has maybe two legs, even more, maybe. One is if the organization that I work for does something meaningful, uh, something that makes my tummy feel good, (laughs) doing some kind of change in the world, Hmm. or that it gives me the sense of uh, purposefulness in the sense of the work that I do in my role, at my job. Mm. And that could be anything from having a shit ton of fun to making a change to... That could be many things. Mm. But do you feel like you're you're having a purpose now at your work? Not a, not a very strong purpose. Only in the sense of a... I feel like I'm enjoying myself. I feel like I'm learning. Uh, and I feel like I... I'm spending time with clever people. And for me, that's, I guess that's also some part of a purpose, I mm. guess. Mm. Not in the traditional, like, what's your purpose? Tell yeah. me your why. Not yeah. in that sense. I see what you mean. Because for me, it's also, at least at this point in my life, where I see the purpose. And for me, purpose is, why do I get out of the bed in the morning and go to work and not hate it? Mm. You know, like, what is that? Reason. I think you can reach a bit higher than not hating no, no, okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Why do I love it? <laughs> why, why do I enjoy it? Yeah, why do yeah. I enjoy going to work? That's, that's, that's a better framing. That's true. And, uh, but, but still, it comes back to those things of... Um, can I ask you, do you know what those things are? What do you mean? That makes you happy. Um, you don't have to have the answer. I think not yet. No? no not fully. No. I've done a few of those, you know, the exercises where you try to like figure it out, a lot of thinking, a lot of trying out stuff as well. Mm. And I think like, to be honest, at the moment, I'm also fine with trying a lot of things and figuring out on the way. Let's say a year ago, I would love the idea that I will just like come up with it one day. I think I've understood that it's not that easy. 
yeah, there are, there are different things. But that's, that's the thing what you're saying about like the tummy feels good. Mm-hmm. There are specific things that, let's say when I'm applying for jobs, and it really can be just from the job ad or from like the, 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 the website of the company or something that is this gut feeling, I guess, what we're talking about. That makes you feel like, oh, like th- this would be nice. This is, and for me, that's that's the purpose. It's kind of un- unwritten. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Do you remember the quote that I gave you last time? Actions often lead to insights, and insights very leads to action. Yeah. I think that's very linked to having to do something to see if it's purposeful mm. or not. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think more you work and more you learn also about what just doesn't drive you at all. Mm. Like, and I have uh, lots of those things that yeah. I thought that like, this would really get me going at work. And then when you <laughs> try them three times, it's like, like <laughs> yeah, well, that was that. Uh, I'm not really interested anymore. I think that's also a good point that mm. it probably changes over time. Yeah, uh, thankfully. More, yeah, is, yeah well. definitely. Good point. Mm. At the moment, I would say like, for me, purpose is more like, how do I... Um, how do I learn at work or like learning at work is purpose or um, if I feel myself as a good leader of a team or if I if I together with my colleagues can make this workplace where I am a a better workplace for others you know those kind of things matter more and I guess it's like a more of a micro level and at this point I don't want to I'm not looking at how can I change something in a more global spectrum and uh, some people do it earlier some later and i mean obviously we're always a bit jealous and those who do it early because it looks nice um 30 under yeah. 30 <laughs> the classic <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but I really have a I have a need in my life to give back to Latvia. Okay. To like to give back to where I come from. Okay. So in some kind of way, with I with my knowledge or with my work or with I don't know moving back and doing some kind of work, um, make the life there for others better. Okay. Or, so I love that's that. a, that's a huge value for yeah. me. And and some would say, yeah, but then move back and do something yeah. and for me it feels like no but i still have this chance to like learn a lot here and then go back yeah. and see because i need to first find the thing what i want to do yeah. i can't go there and be like okay so what interests me but it's uh that's something that uh, i've found that like in the future will probably just grow and grow i i have the same feeling that i'm um, i have a, a specific direction of where i want to be professionally and that specific uh, position changing organizations is mm. for me uh, p- purposeful uh, changing uh, workplaces it's uh, what it it's something like 60 or 70% of people that dislike their work in the world which is crazy so that future direction or few that future dream of mine mm. is purposeful but i'm still not there yet i'm still need i still need to learn a, a bunch of things before i can actually do that yeah. but it definitely drives me don't they call it the northern star right that's Mm. something that like is a higher value that drives you and it's like always in your back pocket and you kind of remind yourself about it doesn't mean that you need to live by that purpose at the moment uh but probably if you look at your life and how your career has gone or how your choices has been then you can see that yeah this is the this is the kind of the red thread that i'm going for i think you're right for me i have a very ambivalent relationship to it i think that what we talked about the specific role can be purpose, purposeful for me as an individual or 
the work that we do can be purposeful for the change of the world or mm. changing the world to some extent. I have a bit of clash with the whole purpose and having a why. Yeah. It feels like it's become this universal answer to anything. So kind of like that you said, getting up in the morning for something, you need to have a why. And then I'm just... <laughs> ah. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just fucking need to go to work. You just need to get to work <laughs> and it just yeah. has to be great and you have to earn some money and then you can spend time with friends and family and uh, do things that you like. I, I mean, like, it feels like there's so much fucking inflation in the world in 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 the world uh, around the word uh, why and mm. purpose yeah what's with simon sinek <laughs> like yeah. did he start by the way that i don't know yeah. if he was the one who like begin begun this but clash of why but exactly but that started with organizations and yeah. now it's like expanded to also mm. people so it's like wait like apple then what about me (laughs) where's my why yeah but it's it's uh so we're talking about this uh, presentation that you can if you just look for simon sinek on youtube that will probably will be the first Mm. thing that pops up it's this presentation some years ago that he did about like organizations and their why or brands Mm. and their why and how to why strong Wise work better exactly. and as as brands. I think and it's why called, people the, call them. The, girl, the Golden Circle. Yes. And the book is called Start With Why. Mm. And then he recently also uh, launched a book called Find Your Why, which I bought. <laughs> I haven't read it though. We'll need a review about that. Yeah, I'll re- review it. Once I you're promise. ready to find your why. Yeah. Also in, in, in our education, we've mm. taught loads about finding some inner core and all that stuff. And it feels like, yeah, for me, that's kind of... When you're in gymnasium, you're you're asked to do a lot of life choices, being like 18, 19, of like, what will you do with the rest of your life in terms of like studying or whatnot. And nowadays people understand that you can change your, your, your professional paths or whatnot. Uh, but it kind of happens again uh, now when we're... Uh, where we're here when we when we're twenty somethings or thirty somethings and we need to like figure out what's or why and what's our core. I'm not saying it's bad to think about that, but it can lead to a lot of pressure and a lot of yeah. unslept nights. Yeah. Thinking, rolling in the bed and thinking about uh, what is the meaning of the life. It's as hard as that question, you know. But I think it's super important to say that it's not because I'm against having mm. a purpose and finding your purpose and finding your why. I just uh, don't think that it's the solution for everything. And as we also talked about in the beginning, you might discover your why and then you work with it for six months and then you figure out it was not your why. Mm. I mean, uh, and also um, figuring out what your why is, is can lead to, as you mentioned, sleepless night, like, what am I supposed to do? Uh, mm. What is my key uh, role in the universe? And I mean, <laughs> you're the, not that special. Having a flexible why, that's mm. good. Yeah. I guess so you can like kind of adjust it to whatever you need at that moment. I think it's also more like if you can challenge or uh, if you can direct it more to say, I like to work with people or I like to work alone. Mm. I like to work with tech. I like to work with written words i like to work with i mean these kind of things which is more of a need or something that you enjoy instead of always having to raise it to what is your purpose Mm, mm. that's that's the that's where i'm like fuck that shit 
Yeah. <laughs> or not fuck that shit. Because I think if people can find it, it's great. Yeah. The need. That's a I think precise way of looking at it. If you look at the how's it called? The Maslow pyramid, right? Yes. Then uh we found this amazing graph online. <laughs> On the Google. Which uh, everyone has seen it. Uh the, the pyramid, which goes with your the basic needs in the bottom. So that includes things like it's like having breathing. <laughs> Making sure that you have something to eat, yeah, having exactly. a place to sleep. These mm. very, very basic needs. Mm. And then it goes by safety and then upper is like love and belonging, then it's esteem. And I think and, and because the the top of the pyramid are these things like the purpose and creativity and mm. what you're like creating. Because it's at the top, maybe it just means that in this society, what we also represent, we are so done with the rest of the pyramid. Yeah. We are pretty well off in that sense. That at this moment, we're like, purpose is what matters, really. <laughs> Once you don't need to worry about those things, obviously, you start worrying about your purpose. And that probably comes from us just being better off than others. And some would say that no, millennials aren't better off. But in this sense... In the work sense. We are. We are, probably. So Do yeah. you think that there's something on top of that? The self-actualization? Something even more? What then do World we dominance. Oh, I like that. It's Dalai Lama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, sitting on, he's sitting on the top of the <laughs> pyramid. Of the pyramid. looking down yeah. and laughing yeah. in the face of us all. Idiots. <laughs> This pyramid is like, I mean, it's good because it shows you like, okay, these are needs. And once you like have all of that, that is why maybe millennials need the purpose. And on the other hand, it's like, okay, do we actually? Is there anything that says that we maybe don't? And there are. <laughs> there is. There is something. Uh, in 2016, they did this huge uh, survey, actually in LinkedIn. Can I ask a question? Yeah. When I listen to podcasts, they always talk about the show notes. I have never, uh, I've never found them. I've never seen these show notes. Is it something that <laughs> actually exists? Shows. And if, if they um, do, should we have them? Uh, well, write us to mail underscore at work on Instagram if you would like us to have show notes. If you want us to put the, the Maslow pyramid <laughs> in the show notes, please don't ask us for that. No, just Google, just Google it. it. Um, but the, I guess they put them in descriptions. I've sometimes seen them. Yeah, so I think right. it's a, it's a thing. It's Sorry a thing. for interrupting. But if we if we will name drop more, then we'll definitely put some show notes. There's this survey they did uh, in 2016, uh, surveying three different generations, starting from millennials and older, uh, to see what matters for them at work. And turns out that purpose actually doesn't fucking matter <laughs> for millennials. Or I mean, 30% of millennials were like, yeah, purpose is important. Or okay. it's more important than money. And status. Ah. And for 70% it was money and status, what matters. And it makes total sense to me because we're young and we crave a lot and we want to like afford stuff and we want to be seen. And that's status and it's money. Yeah. You know? But and then, then if you get older, then you have all the you have the status, you have the 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 title and the money and then Exactly. So the baby boomers were the ones that were like, I need purpose. Ah, okay. And that's from like the 60s to the yeah. 80 something yeah i assume because there's then that there's the generation in between i mean if if you already have let's say 20 years of experience behind you 
you have gone through stuff, you have had family, you have those things, then you can look at yourself and be like, okay, what's my purpose mm. in life, right? That makes good sense. Uh, and that makes a lot of sense. So I think there's a lot in there. Um, but what is, what is also interesting that, okay, while only 30% of millennials were like, okay, we need purpose, um, 70% of them, or 74, to be super accurate, uh, want a job where their work matters. What's the difference? So yeah, what is the difference? I would say your work matters can be interpreted in the work matters for um, for the company, I guess. The work matters for... The people around. Yeah. The millennial. Is it back so. to being seen and heard and acknowledged and... Yeah, I would I would say it's more like that. Okay. It's less the big picture purpose. How I see my personal work supporting the other things or other values or other like projects. Um, I definitely need that. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seeing like your the fruits of your work. That's yeah. important, I yeah. think. Mm. If if we were in that survey, <laughs> I guess we would fall in into the into the big categories, right? Is there any specific purposeful company that you would like to work for is there one where you're like oh, that would make your tummy feel good yeah the un no <laughs> no i wouldn't like to work for you and i think this moment but um no no that's again like there are companies that i really believe in and that i think are doing cool stuff and would be cool to work for them but it's not there isn't one that is like that is the ultimate success and the meaning of life to spend my days with these guys because they are saving the world. No. You know? No, no, there's nothing like that. I mean there are companies that I really appreciate. Is there companies that is there companies that you would work for that would fulfill your own purpose? So not a societal change or doing something good for the world, but just if you you could work there you Mm. you would feel like yes th mm. this is a company that because i'm i'm super invested in uh, listening and working with podcasts if no one <laughs> if no one has noticed by now um but uh, sound technology and like how we listen especially in sweden there's quite a few of these innov innovative companies um and sound tech uh, companies that are showing the way forward to others. So, for example, for me, that is purposeful, right? Like, I can see how um, my work would then make someone else's listening, listening experience better, right? Or, like, the listening content better and so on. So... That is purposeful for me, right? I think that I don't, I don't have that company right now in my mind, but it could be fun to try out and work mm. for a very purposeful company and see how it feels. What's a purposeful, like what is the first company that comes in your mind when you think about it? There's not any specific company that I would like to pin out, but that would be uh, companies that makes the world better, whether that is within equality or within uh, poverty or within people that are homeless or within um, food waste or environmental things. I think that there's so many. I mean, the obvious answer right now is a company like Tesla. Mm. Uh, it could also be, if we go local, 
uh, a Swedish uh, company, an app called Karma that fights food waste. Mm. Or Too Good To Go. Or Too Good Denmark. To Go, the Danish one. Mm. Uh, I know uh, a great guy who works there, the designer. They just uh, won a design award. So I just want to say out. Good, good, good job, Karl-Emil. <laughs> I, ha- I have to ask him if he, um, if he feels purposeful. I think he does. But for instance, for me, it would be, uh, it's very uh, related to changing organizations and changing the way that we work to create better workplaces. That's, Mm. um, for me, the most purposeful area that I'm interested in. And I read an article about uh, the design company IDEO. They also work with uh, organizational change. And I wrote uh, a day in the life of an organizational designer. And it was just, I got so freaking excited Mm. like working with uh, close to people teaching them about uh, new ways of uh, of working making sure that they also have a purpose i mean everything was just around like this is amazing when i read that article it was a combination of my inner purposefulness that i get excited about the work that we do and the things that we teach but also the change that we do uh, Mm. through our work So, I mean, like, combining those two things is the ideal. We uh, Let's talk a bit about um, finding the right people and the right companies based on purpose and visions. Do you want to talk about that? As I'm now going through this uh, process of uh, looking for a job and going on interviews and going on all these, like, meetings and stuff like that, there's one thing that I really appreciate when managers or whoever I'm talking to do, um, when they do actually take time to not only explain, um, what, because everyone kind of takes time to explain what does the company do, right? But if there's anything about the process, about the teams, about the values and, and the purpose of the company, I think it's such a, it sends a message, especially if they ask me, what do I think about it then as well? Or like ask me to comment on that in a way because then that might be like uh, a bit intimidating or or tricky to answer. But on the other hand, then I know that they actually, for them it matters what is, who is this person who's sitting in front of them and who is this, uh, is this person fitting in the culture? Is this for, is, is this person sharing the same values as our company is? So that's something what very few still do because <laughs> um, I don't know why maybe they think that I've done the research before or uh, then again not many companies have <laughs> the values uh, no, maybe exactly. set straight forward so that's the problem number one um, so it's also tricky for them to check if I do fit in if I because it's always like it's good for me as an interviewee and for you as a manager to first check does the culture is there a cultural match right and i think if you as a company have a purpose and a clear value statement or whatnot it's so much easier to then like check people (laughs) new people coming in according to it i don't think necessarily it has to be a a a big purpose and a big why Mm. i think it could also be as you mentioned uh, more focused on values Mm. like we value uh, nitty-gritty design, mm. like going straight into pixel perfect. That's what yeah. we value. Yeah. Or we value um, teams and collaboration in our organization. Mm. 
I mean, those things are also doesn't necessarily have to be uh, back to the big why and the big purpose, but like exactly. these are the things that we try to live by and cultivate in our organization. Mm. Yeah, my previous workplace, they were really that not their purpose but like that they uh that they cared about everyone's freedom and everyone's like the chance to work from home and the chance to like not feel great and not come in you know like that is something that for maybe for other people doesn't really work if a company uh, functions like that but for people who work there that is part of the culture you know and that is like very early on shown and you know it doesn't need to be like this they didn't have like a five word value statement that wouldn't give that much probably that's especially also in a something small that I hate. agency yeah what's your values innovation <laughs> like those okay. kind of things yeah it just doesn't say anything no i think some companies are really good at making it into specific quotes and making very intangible and there's some really fun example of examples of culture decks mm. that um, our listeners could go in and check out for instance netflix yeah. there's also volve uh, the uh, game producer or mm. company i don't know how what you call it they have a really fun one okay. uh, that really explains what is the values and the culture here uh, in our organization mm. yeah, and that sends a message of how actually important it is yeah and and not just uh, not just the culture but i think just sharing that kind of material is again amazing thing because that shows transparency and that also can be like uh big value yeah, for a definitely. company for example uh there's this design agency in the states called Havraf. they have a deck um that is available to everyone which they basically send out it's like a sales deck yeah that's they explain their process they explain their who are they what they stand for and that's one of those things that like uh, agencies and people in that kind of work don't really like to share yet but with their transparency um, and because they're transparent in, in a lot of other ways, not a lot of people do that. And that shows me about a hundred times more about their company and how they value transparency and like just being like sharing is caring, you know, um, to others. Also, no, but what I wanted to challenge you about, uh, challenge you on is that this, uh, as you mentioned, you really get this picture of they are really transparent by yeah. what they say externally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important factor as well. Like, one thing can be a purposeful branding and uh, like mm. we do something good uh, as a branding tool. Uh, uh, some of the examples, for instance, Tom's Shoes, which mm. is one of the first companies that like say, if you buy a pair of our shoes, we will give uh, a pair to someone who needs them. Mm-hmm. And that's, of course, great. I mean, that's doing yeah. something great for, for, for the world. But sometimes you also see some companies that are, it's a very specific CSR strategy yeah. uh, about doing something good. And mm. um, um, you you and I both met a, a friend not so long ago that got a job at a company because mm. of the purpose uh, the company had. And then... Yeah, working th- with these sustainable projects and exactly. really putting that as like their flagship thing. Exactly. And, yeah. mm. But then the, once the person got into the company, the person realized that they're actually not that purpose-driven they don't really live by their values and that's a bit like the grass is greener on the other side it looks really great from the outside but yeah Mm. how is it actually yeah and i guess you really only know once you're in exactly and yeah as you say that's true like everything should be taken with a pinch of salt 
if you're on the outside, you just never know. It could be Netflix could have a really cool culture deck, but you just don't know how it is. So true. So don't just believe everything. Don't mistake do. CSR messages with purpose. I think it's like people as well. I buy a lot of like purposeful products. Hmm. I don't know how purposeful they are, but in hmm. my mind, they seem purposeful. Yeah, and that's definitely branding. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I buy Echo Food. You mm. know, very purposeful. Definitely saving the world one lemon at a time. You're wearing some very purposeful jeans right now. Yes, I am. I'm struggling with them as well because they're so purposeful that they're from organic cotton, and it takes every little dust bite on them. So it looks like I have a fucking cat at home. That's true. I mean, like we are as people, we're trying to. Um, uh, again, coming back to the society we live in. I mean, mm -hmm. we're trying to be like more purposeful in how we, or more sustainable, I guess, in how we live and how we think and how we buy and how we consume. And of course, we want the same for our jobs. Um, It's all about telling the world who we are yeah. and what we believe in. Yeah. Do you want to sum up today's episode? Let's sum it up. My key takeaways are mm. that purposefulness can be great if you find it. Uh, sometimes it's found through what the company does as a result of the things that you do. And sometimes it could be very individual, um, that you enjoy the people that you work with or that you are uh, challenged or it could be whatever. Uh, mm. As long as you figure out what your needs are in regards to what you do, and have those fulfilled, uh, I would say that that's purpose enough. You don't have to go out and save the world all the time. Not all the time, no. Most of the time, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. What I would... Uh... It's also important to say that this, of course, this is my subjective opinion. <laughs> I mean, some other people... People will call in and be yeah, like, exactly. but I have a purpose. Exactly. And that, I think that's perfect. I think like yeah. it's important to say that this is not a generalization of how... People should think about purpose, of course. For, for some people, it's very important and they mm. wake up every single day and are happy about doing something and great for the world. thank you for yeah, being definitely. there, to be honest, because, you know, there need to be like a certain level or like certain amount of those people who but it just are like that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that if... It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to find your big why or your big purpose to be happy no no we cannot all live like that no it's no that's not possible and it's also like something what i want to add on is like not feeling like you need to find it today we just need to wait now i'm thinking as you said about about what i need at the moment uh and not being a complete asshole to the rest of the world maybe that's important uh but other than that the purpose will come if you if you let it and bridging from that <laughs> Let's do the checkout. And that is with the theme of purpose and making the world a better place, which mm. both you and I are interested in mm. to some extent. Yeah. So uh, let's check out with our latest uh, saving the world initiative in our mm. own life. Mm. I can start yeah? for, a one, yeah, for a change. Yeah, do it. Um, I've done, I've, uh, lately I've done a few things. Uh, 
or at least I try to rationalize, and I think I do that quite often, after rationalize my actions with uh, it's good for the world. For instance, <laughs> buying sustainable clothing, it's more expensive, but then yeah. I rationalize and say, but it's also better for the world, so it's okay. Um, so I try to do that, not buy as much like fast fa fast fashion. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, uh, because I travel to, to Copenhagen quite a lot since I, I, um, I work in, in Stockholm, mm -hmm. um, but my home is in Copenhagen, I uh, try to take the train instead of the airplane. That's nice. Yeah. I um, I'm doing the night and you train. Cycle. I cycle also. Yeah. But that's also for health benefits. But you know, but then again, less taxpayers money for your bad health problems. I agree. It's yeah. You can always win -win. find a silver bullet in everything, right? <laughs> yeah. In all the purchases. Or a silver lining, what is it called? Silver lining. Silver lining. That's nice. Yeah. You're so, very And uh, I feel good about it. Yeah. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel happy that I'm doing something good for the world. Yeah. Or at least I'm not. It's not like I'm changing the the world, but I mean, hey, small. What is it that you say? Small ponds makes a big lake. Yeah. There's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something. <laughs> something there's, there. there's a Danish expression around that. <laughs> I do believe in the smaller, smaller change, or what we do around us, and if we start with ourselves. For me, I think I do quite a lot of those kind of things. Um, and, uh, some, uh, a few years ago, my dear friend, uh, Madara, she sent me, she's, she's, she's a proper sustainable person, you know, not like we're like fakes and she's like all in. And she sent me these, uh, cotton bags, like for, uh, fruits and vegetables that when you go shopping, you just always have them in your bag. So they're, they're really cute. They're don't, don't wait anything and you can wash them. And, you know, it's just, it's logical thing to do to not use the, the, the plastic bags, right, mm. in the stores. So I've, like, started doing that, and I've been, like, really getting into it, and then I'm, like, uh, I'm, I'm, pr I'm proud when I'm going to cashiers, and I'm, like, here are my bags, and they're, like, ooh, what are these? These, these look nice. I'm, like, yes, I'm saving the world. Uh, I'm really proud about that. Um, but uh, when I go home, and I go shopping with my mom. In Latvia. Yes, and... She takes like a, I don't know, sweet potato and puts it in a plastic bag. And then I understand it. My heart actually goes a bit like, <laughs> mother, <laughs> what's happening? You know, like it's, I don't like it at all. And I've, uh, I'm converted to this uh, person who's get really, who got really upset. So after shouting at her for like three trips in a row, I decided I will just buy her the fucking bags, you know, like the nice cotton using ones. Them? I hope so. I'm not really sure. But I think she has them in her bag always. Good. So I hope she is. Mom, if you're listening, please use the bags. Please okay? use the bags. One step, one, one person at a time. Start with your family and yourself. One thing you can also start with is to go <laughs> into... I'm preaching like a motherfucker today. <laughs> no, but you can go into iTunes and you yes. can uh, write a nice review and give us five stars. Tell yeah. it to a friend. That needs to chill with the purpose and the why. And yeah, if you know a friend who really needs a purpose, also maybe yeah. 
maybe it's good to listen to this. Listen also to maybe some of the other uh, episodes. Yeah, that's true. Maybe a lot of that purpose more. in the other ones. <laughs> There's shit yeah. of purpose yeah. there. Uh, but yeah, if you need to chill, definitely this one is the one to to suggest. And follow us, write to us at uh, mill underscore at work on Instagram. And we talk to you very soon. And we're looking forward to it. Oh yes. Bye. Bye. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial.